This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app, watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube, and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the show today is Michael Felder from Stadium Sports. He will talk about college football realignment and preview the upcoming season. My goodness, what a weekend it was in sports, and things really kicked off on Friday with the aforementioned realignment. The Pac-12 as we know it is gone. Oregon and Washington are joining the Big Ten. That means the Big Ten has 18. The Big 12 also adds Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. And if you add Colorado to the mix, the Big 12 has 16. Joe, numbers don't matter anymore, do they? Uh, No, not really. I mean, does any of it really matter? I feel like you guys should start with this because I'm obviously in Big Ten country and we're just getting everybody and I don't really care. And I've been pretty consistent with that. Uh, the Big Ten, oh, they need more. They need more. I'm, I'm not going to get jacked when I watch. I, I'm assuming they stick with the Western Division with USC, UCLA, uh, Oregon, now Washington, I guess Nebraska, Iowa will be thrown in the mix as well. However, they end up dividing it. Who knows? Maybe they have uh, more than two divisions. I don't really know. But as far as like emotions, I'm just here's what here's where I'm at with college football in general. I'm excited on Saturday. I'm looking forward to talk about the betting angles. I'll be sitting there uh, from the morning with the pregame shows all the way until the games out West wrap, and I'll be excited. But as far as investing emotions, like outside of traveling to some games or, you know, maybe Notre Dame, I don't really care outside of Saturday. That's where I'm at. And they don't really care because it's all money, money, money for all these conferences. And now – it's what the pack four is there four left until that's over four left so so whatever i mean you, you guys are, are have spent more of your life in the west coast you tell me about uh how impactful this is and if it bothers you or if you're kind of like me whatever come on aaron uh aaron is muted oh not the way to start the week <laughs> 
Yeah, for me, it's bittersweet because I grew up in Seattle and the Washington Huskies were one of the best programs in the nation in the 90s. And just a lot of my friends, you know, the rituals, the the travel, the trips, all surrounding this. I mean, it was the Pac-10 for most of my life. I was reading this article on ESPN Plus by Bill Connolly, and it it actually made me sad. Like, he was talking about, you know, the Pac-12 gave us John Elway, Aaron Rodgers, Junior Seau, Ronnie Lott, Ryan Moon, Troy Aikman, Dan Fouts, Andrew Luck. I mean, the list goes on. Pat Tillman. And it was just like, wow, you know, I mean, a, a, that was a huge part of my childhood. I went to a Pac-12 school. So on the other side, I'm with Joe. I mean, I do think there's going to be some benefits. I don't know where all of this is headed, but I'm looking forward to it. And I'm just trying to be positive. But a big part of my childhood watching football was all around this on the West Coast. Yeah. And what's fascinating to me in all of this, uh, it's twofold. Number one, because we are very much in this politically polarized environment right now, I do think that there are some folks who are just naturally disparaging of the West Coast. And, and so they feel like they're declaring victory in some way, shape or form, even though, we're, Aaron, you're completely right. We are losing something by not having a traditional Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever. So that has been a little icky as far as reading all of that and discerning and, you know, swimming through all of that garbage. I think it's really interesting, too, is, you know, just on a personal level. Someone who graduated from SMU and someone who has a lot of ties to Tulane and to other group of five schools, I thought that all of this realignment talk would give an opportunity to a couple of these smaller schools to go up the ranks a little bit. Instead, what we're seeing is a sort of a dissolution of the middle class, so to speak. If you don't have enough money or enough wherewithal or you're not in a big enough media market, then you could very well lose out on a competitive football team. And one of the problems with college football in general is, you know, you can debate what number it is, but they're really only like 16 programs that really can vie for a national championship every single year. It's not like the other sports where someone somewhat random like a San Diego State can play for the national championship. Instead, in college football, there are only a handful of programs who can really do it. And I suspect by creating these super conferences and by getting rid of some of these schools that may have to play in watered-down programs like Cal, Stanford, Washington State, things like that, then what that means is we're going to be talking about SEC schools all the time. Maybe like eight SEC schools getting into the 12-team playoff or a ton of Big Ten schools because it looks like they're going to be making even more money than the SEC. So then we're going to be talking about, you know, six to seven Big Ten schools making the playoff, et cetera. This is going to get a lot less competitive. We're going to talk about the same programs over and over and over again. And Joe, I think because of these dynamics, we're really losing something in college football. Even if fans love talking about dynasties, even though they clamor to love or hate certain programs, I think mm -hmm. for the health of the sport, we are losing something. Yeah. I don't even want to say the middle, but yeah, you're right. The smaller schools, they're always up against it. Back in the day, it was the BCS. They had a 0.0% .0 chance then. Then we have the playoff. You, you've got a tiny, tiny shot at making it, but you must play perfect football for an entire year, which is so challenging to do. So then we get the expanded playoff, and you're thinking, okay, 
this could help the little guy that has a great season. No, no, no. No, they, they go to as far as they possibly can and make sure now that that's not going to happen with the expanded playoff. It's so interesting to me because college football couldn't be more different than college basketball. The most exciting tournament of the year, every year, is based on the little guy uh, making a run, but college football wants nothing to do with it. Hmm. That's a good point because just looking at some of these Big Ten matchups that we're going to see, like Oregon Northwestern, no thank you. Uh, USC Maryland, hey. I'll pass on that. UCLA hey. Rutgers, no thank you. But we are going to have Oregon Ohio State, Washington Michigan. I mean, there are going to be some good matchups. Kind of to Joe's point, it's like the, the or both of you, you know, the smaller schools are going to. I mean, I'm not interested in the the first matchups I mentioned, but the latter, it's going to be good. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it, it, again, because I know this is such a money grab, it, it it's it's one of those things where we want to believe the college football is this pure entity that, you know, it, you know, kids are doing it for the love of the game, et cetera, et cetera. It's why, you know, you have some old fogies coming out and saying, well, the NIL, you know, it's ruining it because it's not about the love of the game anymore, the love of their teammates or whatever. Well, look at the administrators. Look at the programs that are trying to get into bigger conferences. Travel be darned. So it's it's not just the student athletes who are going after the bag. It's also the athletic directors. It's also university chancellors, folks like that. And so, you know, college football never really was about that to begin with. And now it's even more obvious. And so, you know, chances are I'm still going to be watching these marquee uh, matchups. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not going to feel as comfortable about it. And, yeah. you know, that's kind of where I am with all of it. Well, we will uh, bring uh, Michael Felder of Stadium Sports into this conversation a little later in the program because there is a lot to get to, especially the betting angles when it comes to this upcoming season. But let's move on now to baseball. And, yes, uh, there was a fight that broke out uh, between <laughs> Jose Ramirez and Tim Anderson, uh, though I would argue it wasn't much of a fight, uh, given Anderson being on the receiving end of uh, Jose Ramirez's terrible form as a fighter. Uh, yet here we are. Uh, if things weren't embarrassing enough for the White Sox, uh, now one of their leaders uh, absolutely got knocked out, Joe. Uh, <laughs> if you're saying that Tim Anderson's a leader of your team, that's a problem to begin with. There are many, uh, many here upset that he was not moved at the deadline. The stories that are beginning to come out at every level of this organization, it's an absolute joke what is happening and nothing's going to change because Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't want anything to change. Uh, White Sox should never get in baseball fights. Do we have to go to Robin <laughs> Ventura? Nolan Ryan? We have to do that. Uh, our guest last week, AJ Pruszynski, getting punched out by Michael Barrett. And then we had this this weekend. Dude, t- I, there's history there between the Guardians and the White Sox and this season and the division is open there for the AL Central because it's the worst division in all of baseball. Even though the Guardians aren't having a great season, it's there for them. But yeah, just another uh, another mark against the White Sox in this god-awful season. But man, did I enjoy uh, taking a look at all the, all the mock-ups, people making fun of it, and all the videos that were getting posted on that one. <laughs> Tim Anderson, as soon as he puts the Dukes up, he goes right damn down. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I watched it so many times. As soon as Tim Anderson, he looks like he's ready to go. I was like, oh, he's got this. And then Dude, Ramirez is swinging doing? like this, just going wild and 
lands one. I know. Yeah. I was just like, wow. Nice try to look like you knew what you were doing in that fight, but you didn't last long, Tim Anderson. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Got to get the hands up higher. That was the problem. Got to get them up even higher. Yeah. So you right? Block, uh, you know, side blows, things like that. So, yes, the, the, the form was in question. <laughs> so that's what's going on on the south side. Uh, total disaster. But on the north side, almost the polar opposite here. The, the Cubs are hot. They win the series against the Braves. They move into a tie for second place in the NL Central. Uh, they are one and a half games back of the Brewers for the lead, tied with the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Cubs are also in a tie for the last wild, wild card spot in the National League. Mm -hmm. And a lot of this, Joe, is just because of this insane second half that the Cubs are having. 16-7 uh, and seven record, if I'm not mistaken. Part of it is the offense has absolutely exploded. In the second half, they lead the world with a 139 WRC plus and an on-base percentage of 371. Turns out the Cubs so far made the right move being buyers. Don't talk to me about the easy schedule because now they just took down the best team in baseball. The Braves are a minus 200 favorite to win that series. 
they get beat up on Friday, and then they bounce back to win the next two games and then the series. For the first time this year, the Cubs are now the second favorite in the division. BetMGM has the Brewers minus 115. Even though the Cubs and Reds are both a game and a half back, it's the Cubs plus 200, the Reds plus 280. The hitting has not stopped. Honestly, I don't know what the big hole in a hole on this team is. Like, what is it? I think people are kind of trying to find something. But I'll tell you, third best run differential in, in the National League. There is a massive gap after those top two teams. But it's baseball. Anything can happen. And people are waiting for the Cubs uh, to, to play poorly. And it's just not happening. I mean, you go up and down. How impactful Bellinger's been. Uh, Swanson, a couple of the, of the new pieces this season and you know Stroman's on the injured list right now if he gets back to form like he was dealing with a couple of different things watch out because lately he's been their only weakness Mm -hmm. and the Reds have been struggling big time so this is a great opportunity for the Cubs one thing I was thinking is we've talked about it who would be this year's Phillies Joe could it be the Cubs could or is that too much of an overreaction no, I don't think it's an overreaction at all. I mean, you're talking about a team. We we are discussing it like they've taken over the lead in the National League Central, which they have not done. But I still think they're going to win the division. We've been consistent on that show that that's going to happen. Uh, yeah, if you're looking for a team, I mean, yeah, it's been Braves and Dodgers dominating all year. They're going to get the buys. And after that, do you trust any other team? I don't know that San Diego is going to make it. They're below 500 now. Uh, that was a fun series over the weekend over, against the Dodgers. But on the National League side, the Cubs are the team that you've got to circle when it comes to that. Baltimore doesn't qualify. They've been too good all year. A wild card team that's going to sneak in. I guess you could go. You could make the argument of any team in the American League East could make some sort of a run because you know they've been challenged all season. But yeah, I, th- I think that makes a lot of sense, Aaron, pointing to the Cubs. I, I might sort of step on the brakes as far as that is concerned. I still think the Cubs can very well win this division. That's fine. But if you're looking for that sort of dark horse team to make a deep run in October, first off, what's the starting pitching like with the Cubs? The second half, they've been okay, but not great. Meanwhile, the mm-hmm. Phillies had Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, all those guys, you know, pitching very well at that time. So there's that. Other thing, too, is it, it goes back to path, doesn't it, Joe? An American League East ball club, maybe they're the ones who make a run. The American League has a lot more teams that could make it. Meanwhile, you still have the Braves and the Dodgers in the NL, so that's going to be a tough thing to overcome. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we get back into Mike Sando's quarterback tiers. We kick it off with tier number three and how to bet on these gunslingers right here on the BetQL Network.